If someone has a dead body, a corpse that he has to bury, so of course, generally it's Pashatas that if it would be Shabbos, of course you can't go and bury yourself because there's an Issa of Harisha, you can't dig up the Keva, and also by filling it up afterwards, that would also be also Midiraisa. In addition, even touching the dead body and moving the dead body, that's a problem of Muksa, and generally their Batik Fures were outside of the city, and therefore it would be carrying it, and there would be a problem of being Mighty Mishusla. And that would also be a problem in Issa Deraisa on Shabbos. And of course, we can't bury a person on Shabbos. But Rav is Mechadishtos that on Yontiv, even though, of course, it's a Deraisa to do Molacha on Yontiv also, but it's only a Lav and not an Issa Skila. Therefore, we will make all because of Kavad mace and we allow the Yisrael to arrange a Levaya and a burial of a mace, and we will matter the Issa Derabbanon of Amir Nachri in order to bury this mace on Yontiv Rishon. And there is no question that the Gemara is referring to going and digging an actual Kavah and filling it up with dirt, and we're going to be matter the guy to do this on behalf of a Jew. However, there's actually a machoikis who's showing him if his stroll could actually be metal to the maze or even carry the maze because on Yontif we have a klal according to Beis Hillel that metayich shehutra l'tzorich, hutra nami shalei l'tzorich, and therefore that would be allowed to be done Ali day Yisrael, or some Rishonim say that also had to be done Ali day the Akum. And Rav continues and says, Beyontif Shani, if it's already the second day of Yontif, which is of course Sveikid Yaima, yes, ask about Yisrael, then even Yisrael could go and be Isaac with the Kruer, and he could do anything he wants. We look at it mamish like it's a day of Chol, and it's not Yontav at all. And this din of Rava was actually said in Rava's times where there was already a calendar, and therefore since there was a calendar, there's no Shailah that the first day of Yontav is really the proper day of Yontav, and the second day was only be done as Minigav Vesenu But in the time there was a real Sveik of Yaima, then this din would not apply because Yontav Sheni is the same as Yontav Risha, and you have to look at it as a Suffolk Deraisa. And Rava continues now with another Chiddush, even when you have two days of Rosh Hashanah, the same din would apply that a Yid could go and do the burial on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, even though we said that it's Yom Richter, Masha Ein However, Rav comes and qualifies this and says that Beya that was nailed on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, you were not allowed to be eating that on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, nailed the Bezer, Asura Bezer, as we had before, even though on Yantav Sheni of regular Yantav Sheni Shilgalias, you would be able to eat that Beya because Yantav Sheni Shilgalias, we look at two separate Kedushites, but Yantav Rosh Hashanah, we look at a Yom Richter, and therefore the Beya would be also. However, Nadoi say, that even by Beya we say that on the second day of Yantav Rosh Hashanah it would be mutter to eat a Beya that was noiled on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. Now the Gemara explains, the only swear to say that the egg should be also on the second day of Rosh Hashanah would be if we look at it as Now practically, how do you have a case of a Yom HaRichter? The only case that we have a Yom HaRichter is if there's a case where there be Mekadosh al and the Edom come to Bezdin in on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, and even though at that point we're not going to accept the Edim, and we're going to push off Yontav Rosh Hashanah to the second day, but the end of that day of the first day of Rosh Hashanah, since you started with Kedusha, and we thought that today may be Rosh Hashanah, we continue and keep that as Rosh Hashanah, even in Bezdin, and now we have two days of Rosh Hashanah, the first day and the second day, but we look at that as if it's a Yom Richter. and as we explained before, once we see that there's a concept of Yom Richter, therefore Rosh Hashanah, even for people that were further away from Bezdin, it's not based on speaking the Yom it's actually we looked at as Yom Richter, and we look at both days of Rosh Hashanah as one day, and therefore, Be'er Shemnol B'zeh is going to be Asura B'zeh. However, Zakta Gemara, that that's not true, because Ha'am Rav Chinnah Ba'kahana, Ha'am Rav, Zakta Adah, the Rav Chinnah Ba'kahana says in the name of Rav, Mimais Ezra Ve'ilch, Lo'imitzino El'am Oba, even though in Chadam, as Rashi brings out, in the time of Ezra, there was actually a time where there was a second day of Rosh Hashanah, because there was Ma'aba El, there was a Pasuk in the Chemi and Parakas. However, since that period of time, the reality was that there was never a case that they had to make a second day of Rosh Hashanah in Bezdin, because the Edom came prior 
to Mincha, and therefore it was certain that the first day on Lamed El was really Aleph Tishrei, and therefore it was Roshana. And in Bezdin itself, since they knew Bivadois that today is Roshana, therefore the second day would not be Roshana at all, it would actually be a weekday. And therefore they never actually found practically a case where it was Yom Richter. And therefore in Chinami, for Rechleikin, for people that were not in Bezdin and lived further away, and people that lived in Golas, they had to keep two days of Roshana even in those times, but that was only because they weren't sure if it was going to be on Lamed or Lamed Aleph, but that was based on Sveikid Yoyma and not based on the concept of Yoyma Richter, and therefore Nadar holds that practically we always consider Rosh Hashanah nowadays as Shtei Kedusha, he says, not Yoyma Richter, and that's why a Beish in Elder Bezer is Mutaris Bezer. The Gemara continues, Ar Mazutra Loyamar and Elder Shtoi, Avaloy Shtoi Mashinale. Mazutra comes to qualify the din of Rav and negate the din of a mace and burial, and he says the only time that we said that you're allowed to go and bury a mace is only when it was already waiting and the Kfura was already delayed, and therefore Rashi says, and you're scared that maybe the mace will start smelling and therefore that would not be covered on mace. So then we said, you're allowed to go and bury the mace. But if it's not a case where it was delayed, then you have to wait until after Yontiv. Now, what's a case where it was delayed? So partial to cases that the day before Yontiv was a Shabbos and therefore they couldn't bury the day before and now it potentially will be Masriach. And others explain that it could be that the mace died on Yontiv itself. However, it was a very hot day and therefore it would be Masriach. That would also be a case. And still others explain that even if it wasn't Shabbos the day before, but for whatever reason, either it was a Sakhalin to bury or other reason that they couldn't bury, therefore you'd be able to bury on Yontiv itself, but otherwise you would not be able to bury on Yontiv. Now Rashi says, Loya Marin, the Yisasku by Yisrael. So Rashi seems to be saying that it's only talking about on the second day, that Mazut is saying in Chiddush, that on the second day, we are a Jew, will actually be Isaac with it. We only allow him to do it if it's going to be a case where it's Misyari Shalei Asriach. But if it would be on the first day of Yontiv or on the second day of Yontiv and you want to use a guy for that, then there would not be a problem according to Mazutra. Others don't explain it that way. I am Rishonim. But also look at the top Rashi, Amurava, Mespiantavishan. Rashi says, Mace Hamutulikba, it's Mashmari, it didn't die that day. Potentially he's trying to bavorn this point. And actually Rashi in Shabbos says, Mace Shinashtar, Kagoyin, Shemace Bishabbos, Ulamachah Yantiv. And Rashi over there is definitely Mashma that we're talking about a corpse that already died before Yantiv. And therefore we're worried, Shami Yasriach. And Lafizet, it's Mashma that Mazutra's din is by a guy as well. And the din is that you only could use a guy only if it's a Shami Yasriach situation and otherwise not. And the Gemara continues, Ravashi on Ravashi says, even if it's a case where you're not going to be worried, the din is that you don't have to wait and you could go and be with the mace. My time money says, What's the reason? As it applies to a mace because of covered a mace, therefore we consider it like the weekday and there's no problem to go and do any malacha, even Al Yidei Yisrael. And of course, Al Yidei Akum on Yontiv Sheni. Rav Ashi doesn't talk about what about Yontiv Rishon, Al Yidei Akum, but it's partially according to Rashi that Manzutra was only talking about the second day, therefore, on the first day, Mazutra also said that Akim could do it, and Rav Ashi would definitely agree to that. And even if you're going to learn that Mazutra was talking about the first day, but Rav Ashi just telling you that a yid could go and be metapel with a mace, even if it's not going to smell, and a guy he wasn't talking about because a guy he certainly would hold that he could be metapel with the mace on the first day of Yantav as well. And Rav Ashi explains that even to the extent that you're allowed to go weave any type of a beged tachrichim for the mace, and Rashi points out it's not the regular tachrichim that were just simple tachrichim, because if so, that would be posh, you could do that. Because if you could dig and you could go and bury him, of course you could go and make tachrichim. But the point is over here, even if you're trying to make nicer tachrichim, because there were tachrichim there, but they wanted to make something nicer, you could even do that for the covenant mace, and you could even cut hadasim in order to place him on the mitzvah mace. Lechvaydei Rashi says that they used to take hadasim and place it on the coffin in order to be mechab the mace, and that's not something necessary for the mace. But because of covenant mace, then they made the second day of yontem mamish kichol, and therefore we didn't hold them back from doing any covenant mace. However, Ravina says 
nowadays that we have chavri, we're chayshish and therefore we don't bury our mason. What does that mean, chavri? Rashi says that the regayim, they used to force Jews to do labor, and therefore the Jews would get off on Yantar by saying that we can't do any malacha. Now, if the goyim would see that we're going and burying our mason on Yantar, they see we could do malacha, and therefore they say, from that one, you have to do malacha, and because of this issue, we move battle cover the mace, and we said that you can't go and bury a mace on Yantar Shani. However, of course, this is only relevant to a Jew going to bury a mace. However, of course, a guy should be able to bury a mace, even though you had that potential zero. Now, Tyson points out that although we learned yesterday that our basis says that that he says this is not in that Xerah because this was not based on a Davish Minion, it was based on a Khshash and a Xerah, and therefore now that the Khshash is not around because we don't have these Goyim around and therefore we don't have this danger, so therefore the Tam is not around and there's no problem anymore and Jews could go and bury a mace. And Ayin Tyson says he brings down the Shittas Rabbeinu Tam does not agree to that. And number two, Ayin Tyson when he talks about the idea of Mayim Megulan, how it applies to nowadays, if it does apply or if it doesn't, which is an interesting Tysis. And we continue with the Gemara. Ravina was sitting in front of Ravashi, who was his Rabbi, and it was during the two days of Rosh Hashanah. Ravashi was depressed. So Ravina said to Ravashi, Why are you depressed? Ravashi responded, Since Rosh Hashanah started on Thursday, so Thursday was Rosh Hashanah, Friday was Rosh Hashanah, which was Erev Shabbos. On Shabbos, I have to have food, and I didn't make my Erev Tavshilon, and I have a problem. So Ravina says, You shouldn't be concerned because you could go and make your Erev Tavshilon today on Thursday, that the din is when you have two days of Yantav, the first day you could go and place and make an Erev Tavshilon if you forgot to do so before Yantav because you can make it tonight and you say as follows, if today is actually Yantav, then tomorrow is Chal and therefore I have no problem, I don't need an Erev Tavshilon. And if today is Chal and tomorrow is actually Yantav, then I'm making Erev Tavshilon today because it's not Yantav and therefore I'll be able to cook from Yantav which is Friday to Shabbos. So Amalei, so Rav Ashi said, when did Rav say such a cloud? Only by two days of Yom Tov Shal Goliath, because they're considered like Shtei Kedushas, and therefore you can make it tonight. But B'Shnei Yom Tov Shal Hashanah, Mi'ama, did Rav really say such a din? By the two days of Rosh Hashanah, he couldn't say that you can make it tonight, because Yom Tov Rosh Hashanah is considered Yom Arichta, and Rav himself said like that on Hei Yom Beis, because Amr Rav, and one of them was that Be'ez Shinal the Bezer, Asur Bezer, when it's Rosh Hashanah, because he holds it's Yom Arichta. That's why Rav Ashi said, I can't make an Erev Tavshilon today, and that's why I'm depressed. The Ravina responded back to Rav Ashi and said, Nadoi said before, that on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, because now we days we don't look at it as Yom because we have a calendar and there is no problem in making an Erev Tashilon. So Amalei, Rab Mordechai, Rab Mordechai, who was a Talmud also of Rab Ashi, and he said this to Ravina, that Rab Ashi told me, that Rab Ashi doesn't hold of the dinner of Nadar, and he holds like Rava, that the dinner is Nadar Bezer, Asur Bezer, and we look at it as a Yom Richter, and therefore he's depressed because he can't make the Erev Tashilon. And the Gemara continues, now until now, we were talking about a beya or an egg that was laid on Yontiv itself. And the Gemara will now shift its attention to a chick that was actually hatched on Yontiv. So what happens is the egg itself is of course laid many days beforehand. It's fertilized and then the, it takes time for the chick to form within this shell and then the shell will break open and it will hatch. And the shell will now be, can I go and do shechita on this afreich, on this chick and eat it on Yontiv? So it might be learned. Afreich shenel biyontiv, if you had a chick that was actually hatched on Yontiv, rav ama so Shmuel v'tamer Rabbi Yechonah Amar Moto Rav says that it's also to shech that chick and eat that chick on Yontiv. However, Shmuel and some say it was Rabbi Yechonah that said that's mutter to eat that chick on Yontiv. Rav Amar also why muksu it's ma'isa noilad and therefore it's muksa. Shmuel v'tamer Rabbi Yechonah Amar Moto it is mutter. And the reason is because even though potentially this is a problem of muksa because it was noilad on Yontiv itself. However, as we 
see in the Gemara and the and Beis, everyone agrees that if there's an actual chicken that's in an egg and you break it open and it doesn't naturally hatch, the din is that that chicken has a din of a sheritz and it's also to eat it. However, once it actually was born and it was hatched, the din is that now you could actually shecht it and you could eat it. And therefore, Zok Rashi, just like there's a din that it's Mesukim Benigea, the din of Shechita, therefore, also Benigea, the Isra Muksa, we're going to be matted now through its later that it's not going to be Muksa anymore. And Rashi's Lashon is the Migud Iskin Laha, Iskin Laha. Now, on this idea of Shmuel and Rabbi Echran, the Achreinim, including the Asimech, all struggle as to what this means because Lachari, Rav Svara is exactly correct. That Migud is Katsayla, Bein Ashmashes, is Katsayla Kuliyah. I mean, we have a standard din that if something is also to be used, Bein Ashmashes, of Shabbos or Yantiv, then the din is that it's also the entire Shabbos and Yantiv, even if the status changes. So, in a Chanami, you write that the change happened over here and it's Royal Achila now, but that shouldn't change the status of the din of Muksa. And Lachari, he had a sentence. The fact that the Freyach needs Shita, which couldn't be done before Yantiv, is good for a reason why it should be Muksa in our case, Ayin Bachreinim. And the Gemara continues, Amalei Rav Kahan and Rav Asla Rav. Rav Kahan and Rav Asli said to Rav that he said it's also to eat this Afrayach, Vichima Benzel, Egel Shanel Biantiv. What's the difference between a chick that was hatched on Yantiv and a calf that was full term and it was called Chadashim and therefore could be eaten right away when it's born, that it's born on Yantiv? We know on Vavam Bez we'll see that it's mutter to eat that calf on Yantiv. Now, otherwise, if it was actually something which was not called Chadashim, it didn't have a full term birth, it didn't have to wait eight days to eat it, but we're talking about over here a case of a full term birth. So Amalehu, Rav will respond back to Rav Khan and Ravasi, over there by a calf being born from a mother, it's very different because even when the calf was in the womb of the mother, it was still going to be mutter to eat if you shechted the mother and the calf will now be mutter to eat as Ben Pekua because even though it was never born and it was never shachat, that it is considered Uba Yerachima, it's a part of the mother and once you do shechit to the mother, it's as if the calf was also shechted and therefore it was actually right to eat Ben Hashmashis and it wasn't muksa at all. However, the chick, while it's in the egg, is muksa Ben Hashmashis and therefore it's going to be hooks and the Gemara is Now we're going to go and compare this to a calf that is actually being born from a trefer. Now, a trefer, of course, the mother is also to eat, and even if you do shrita, that's not going to help for the calf because the calf is only yarech imay, and shrita performed to the trefer is not going to help the shrita of the eagle at all. The only way for this calf to become mutter to eat is only if you shechted once it's born on yantiv. Now, benish mashis, it was lachayr also, and therefore was muksa at that point, and still we say that an eagle shenelim and a trefer, if you shechted on yantiv, will be mutter to eat. And Rashi points out, even though we don't have a mefersh makar to show that an eagle that was born from a trefer is mutter to go and shecht on yantiv and eat. However, Zok Rashi, we don't find anywhere that says it's also, and therefore since the stomach was, and we'll see on Vavim Beis, that an eagle that's noilad, the dinners that you could eat, and we didn't qualify that, so therefore it must be that it will be mutter even in a trefer. So Shasuk Rav, on that, Rav was quiet, he didn't have a response how to go and differentiate between an eagle shenom and a trefer and a chick that hatched on yantiv. So the Gemara says, who why to respond? We could differentiate between an eagle that's noyum and a trefer and a chick. The eagle that was noyum and a trefer, the trefer herself, the mother was actually ready to go and feed to the clubim even benishmashes because that's what they do with the standard animal that's a trefer. And even though a trefer is only muchel behema, not muchel adam, but we're going to say that muchel behema is considered muchel adam, and therefore, since the eagle would have been eaten through the trefer as a actual part of the animal that would be given to the kelab, so therefore, once it's considered muchan bein hashmashes, so it was never muksa, and that's why it would be muto. Masha'en kein a chick, while it's in the egg, is considered something which is not roi lachila, and not even roi lachila for an animal. So since the freich was not muchan at all, not the adab and not the behema, therefore it's considered noilod, and it's considered muksa. And the Gemara says, Amalei Abayi, Abayi says back, the reason why Rav was shasak, because we turned to Vavim Beis, hash to muchal adam, since we know clearly,
Really, according to Rabbi Huda, that Islay Muksa, that the din is that even if something is Mukhla Adam, it's not considered that it was Mukhla Klavim, that it's not as we learned in the Mishnah. Mechachan said, We had this Mishnah on Bezim and Aleph, that on Shabbos you're allowed to chop up gourds that were detached from the ground before Shabbos, and it's not a problem of Techod Loitzarech, the Esanivel of Flea Klavim, and this is the sheet of Rab Shimon that Leslie Muksa, and you could cut up an Avela that became an Avela on Shabbos and died on Shabbos in front of a Kelev. However, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, in Loihos and Avela on Shabbos, if this animal was still alive on Erev Shabbos and it was not yet an Avela, Asur, it's still going to be also on Shabbos for an animal, it's not considered Muchan, it's considered Muksa. Now, even though Ben Hashmashas, it was still Rai for a human because you could shecht it at that point and you could be Aymid Adam. still we said that even though it was Muchan Adam Ben Hashmashas, it's not considered Muchan Lo'adam. So we see Lafir Rabbi Huda, that's still considered Muksa, even though at one point it was Muchan Adam, it's not Muchan Lo'adam. So Abayah therefore says, Muchan Lo'adam, if I have Muchan Lo'adam, are you going to tell me that just because there's an animal that's a treif and it's mukha to throw to a kalev that the din would be that that animal once it's born is going to be mukha adam it's not considered a chana and therefore it's still considered muksa and that's why Rab didn't respond that way so Amalei Rabba or Rabbi Yasef respond back to Abayah and say no Rab should have responded like that because in it is true mukha adam even though you're right that we see that if something was prepared for a person that's not considered enough of a chana for an animal and that's why Rabbi Yudah said that's based on a standard svar because my dechazi that something that is fit for human consumption is too valuable to go and throw to a dog and use as dog food. But you can't extend this svara to an eagle shanel dumin atrefa. Why? Because muchel klavim having muchel adam, something that's prepared for a kalav is always going to be considered muchel adam. The daiket inish I call me to the chazle because a person always says his das on anything that potentially could become roi today. He says I'm going to use that. And therefore, since it had some shaykes to be roi fachila, even though it was only for a kalav, that's considered roi adam and it wouldn't be considered muksa. However, Rabbi says that Rav should respond and say that you can't compare that to an egg or to a frech because a frech Chanel Biantim was not even ready for a kalav and it's not ready for a behemoth and therefore it's not considered Mukhla Adam and it's considered Mukhla and that's why a frech Chanel Biantim Rav's correct that it will be also. Now one quick point Rashi said that Mukhla Adam that the Chiddush of Rabbi Huda was that was not a Nevela on Erev Shabbos and therefore Benesh Mashas it was ready for a person because you could have shechted at Benesh Mashas and used it and still we say Mukhla Adam but Tyson asks, Matema, how can you say that it's considered Muchan Adam, but it's Ben Hashmashes and Erev Shabbos, when something's Ben Hashmashes, you can't do an Issa Deraisa because there's a Suffolk Deraisa Luchamra, and therefore you can't say it was Muchan Adam. So, how can you prove from here that it's Muchan Adam, Loyav and Muchan Klavim, Ayin and Tysus? And we continue with our Gemara. Tanik Abbasid Rav, Tanik Abbasid Shmuel, Vitem Rabbechon. We have a Braisa that's similar to Rav that said a Frech Shnel Biantav is also, and similar to Shmuel, or some say it was Rabbechon that said such a case would be Mutta. Tanik Abbasid Rav, Egel Shnel Biantav Mutta. You had a calf that was born on Yantav. It would be mutter, as we said before. A fresh nail biyotiv also. However, a chick that was hatched on yantiv would be also. What's the chiluk? Zem muchan agavim b'shchita. The kif was muchan agavim even from bein hashmashes. However, the chick was not muchan agav its mother, and that's exactly like Rav. Tanik of us to Shmuel. We came Rabbi Yechon. Egel shnail biyotiv mutter. As we said before, kif that is born on yantiv would be mutter. Everyone agrees that the fresh shnail biyotiv mutter. However, a chick that nail biyotiv would actually be mutter, exactly like Shmuel said. And Rabbi Yechon, my timer. Zem muchan agavim v'zem mata atum Exactly the same word that Shmuel used on Amidal. Tanur Abanam, we learned in the Brisa, Frech Shanel Biantiv Asa, that if you had a chick that was born on Yantiv, that there would be Asa, that's going like Shitas Rab and not like Shmuel and not like Rabbi Echron. And as we'll see in a moment, this Mandama also holds that in the same scenario, if it'll be during the weekday, that it could be eaten even though the chick's eyes are still closed. However, Blazben Yakavema, Apachal Asa, that this chick would be Asa even during the weekday because since it was freshly hatched and therefore its eyes aren't open yet, and it would be Asa, Lafi, Shalani, because its eyes were not.
not open, and as we'll see in a moment, because it's considered a sheretz. Kiman Azla Hadatanya, who is this Bryce Golek? The Pusik says Lakha Sheretz Hashari Salaharts, the Rabbis of Rachel. Now the fact it says Lakha Sheretz, so we learn after the word call that it's coming to be Marba something, it's coming to be Marba, even Shik Shlodin Spatra inam, that the eyes are not open, and we shine him say this is only a smack, it's only Midrabanan. Kiman, who's this going like? Kerabla's been Yakov, it's going specifically like Rebla's been Yakov. Now just keep in mind, as we said before, even though Rebla's been Yakov is talking about a chick that was already hatched naturally from an egg, that the din is that still could be also the shaft as long as its eyes aren't open. But even the Rabbanon agree that a chick that's within an egg and did not hatch naturally, that would be also because of that for sure is considered a sharetz. And we continue, Amr Rav Huna, Amr Rav. Rav Huna says the name of Rav. When you have an egg, it's considered completed once it comes out of the head. What's the Allah that Rav is telling us? If he's telling us, that once it comes out of the head, then it's considered completed and therefore you're allowed to eat this egg with milk. But he's telling us a diok that if it would be in the mother, then it would still be us to eat with milk. And if you found eggs inside a mother, then it would be considered a fleshy egg. But Tani, we learned it right. If you shech the tanagayos and you find the eggs which were completed, they're not considered fleshy and you're allowed to eat those eggs with milk. And Ayin Rashi, who defines what Bayan Gumurus is, Rashi says, even if it doesn't have the white shell, but the yolk of the egg is already formed. And even though that the egg is still connected to the hen's ovaries, it would still be but to go and eat this with chalav. Now, other Rishonim actually say that the white and the shell of the egg has to be formed as well, and other Rishonim actually explain that Rashi actually means that. Now, just to visualize this, a hen actually has multiple unformed eggs within it that are at various stage of development, and there is no question that there is such a thing called a fleshic egg if it was underdeveloped. However, what we're talking about over here is a developed egg, and therefore that's not considered fleshic even while it's in the mother. And also, Ayin tastes that discusses a base nevela, we know that Basil says it's also to eat a base nevela, so Lachari does have some shaykhs to the mother, ayin sham. And the Gemara continues and wants to explain what Rab meant when he said, So the Gemara says, The Chiddush of Rab is that an egg is considered completely formed when it's laid, and therefore if you have an egg that was laid before Yantiv, don't think that on Yantiv some sort of process happens to it, and then there's a problem with Chana de Rabba, but it's mutter to eat on Yantiv because there's no problem with Chana de Rabba, it's completely formed. Mashma, haba me'ima, if it would still be in the mother, asur If you now eat that egg on yotiv, even if you shech the mother, now you found the egg. That's still a problem because it's considered Because now you're preparing this egg by taking it out of the chicken on yotiv, and now you're eating it. That's hachandirab because it wasn't prepared during the weekday. It's prepared on yotiv. Zakimar, you can't say that that's pshat because about time we have a brisa that says hashechus hadikas umatzu bein gurus mutaris lachlam yotiv. A brisa mafresha says that you're actually able to eat those eggs on yotiv, and there's no problem with hachandirab. But the gemara now yes, that maybe that is pshat rab because vichitem and maybe. Say It's impossible that this price is halachah ma'aser that it's mutal oichlam biyantiv because lachari. This is a major chiddush that even coin of a that would say that's also by a beis shenol biyantiv. However, do I egg that's in the mother would be also that lachari. Rebbe should have said in the mishnah by the fact that Rebbe did state in the mishnah it must be that this price is mishabeshta and it's not a proper brisa. But the gemara says lachari it's not mishabeshta because hanami tanina we have our mishnah itself that's mashman muchach that our mishnah is specifically only talking about an egg that was laid before yantiv. But if the egg would be in the mother, the din would be that everyone would be masking that it could be eaten. And the deek is as follows the Mishnah say the Beishanal to be on to Beisham Oimim Te Achal, Beisilo Oimim Loi Se Achal. But I can't replicate Beisham Beisilo Al Benel. The only time we had Machlik Beisham Beisilo in the Mishnah was only when it was laid already. If the egg was still in the mother, the Rakhal Shayan that even Beisilo would agree that would be muta. Zakimar Bechitema. From the Mishnah, maybe you say it's not right. Beisilo Afilu B'Meiman Nami. As we really Beisilo would say, even when it's in the mother, that it would still be usher to eat it. The reason why we spoke about when it was born. 
one when it was already late, like to teach us the strength of Beishamai, that Filo Nolda Nami Shari, even if the egg was Nolad on Yontav itself, then it would still be Mutta. So El Hadatanya, but we had the price that we said before, before we said it's a Mishabeshta, because we didn't have a Diak from a Mishnah, but now that we have a Diak from a Mishnah, we see that that price is actually correct. And it said, Money, and according to this, that Mishnah that said that it's going to be Mutta is not going to come out like Beishamai, because the according to Beishamai, there would be no reason to say this price because it's Pshita, that if a Nolda, if it would actually be laid on Yontiv, that would be Mutta, then of course, it's, if it's still Bimeimon, that would be Mutta on Yontiv. And therefore, the Chiddush only could be Lefi Beisilol, that even though Beisilol says that if it was laid on Yontiv, that's also, but if the eggs are actually in the mother on Yontiv itself and you take it out from the mother itself, then it would be Mutta because that's more Kal than Noilad. So we're back to the beginning where we didn't understand what Rab meant when he said because we can't say it's talking about that he holds that if the eggs were found, that's also to eat them on Yontiv because we just proved from a that it has to be that Basil holds that it's Mutta to eat when they're Bimeimon. So Zakhti Gemara Elo, what Pshad is in Rav when he said that Beya Imitzias and Nigmara is not discussing the din of Yontiv and not discussing Muks at all, but Imitzias and Nigmara He's teaching us a Mitzias that scientifically, if you have an egg that was laid by a chicken, then it could eventually hatch into a chick if, of course, it was fertilized. However, If you find an egg that was within the mother and then you take it out and you try to incubate it and you try to fertilize it, it will never grow into an actual chick. And the Gemara asked the Mayan Afghamina, what's going to be the chiluk if it's considered something that could grow into a chicken or not? So the Gemara says, it's to As Rashi says, if someone goes to someone and says, I want to buy an egg in order to raise chickens, then you have to give him an egg that was laid from a chick and you can't give him an egg that was found inside the hen. The Gemara continues, and we turned to the Zion Amanalev that there was a person that was a buyer and he was going around the marketplace and he was calling out and announcing that I want to buy eggs that were laid from a live hen. As Rashi points out, that's coming from a hen that was alive and was calling out and screaming while it was in Leda, which is painful. And the Gemara says, but the seller sold him actual eggs that were found in a hen after it was already in the Shrat and it wasn't actually laid. So also come to Rab Ami, they came in front of Rab Ami, and he told him, that this is a Mechatais, and therefore you have to give him back all of his money. Of course you have to give him back all his money, as since he specified, I want eggs from a live hen, therefore by giving him eggs from a Shkuta, of course it's going to be a Mechatais. But the Gemara responds, you may think that it's not an actual Mechatais over there, because this person, even though he said, I want it from a live hen, really wanted to eat these eggs. The reason why he wanted it from a live hen, because they taste better as they're fully formed. And you'd have a that when Rabbi Ami actually would tell them that he has to pay him back, he wouldn't have to pay the actual full value of the eggs, he would give him back the difference in cost that someone would pay to have an egg that came from a live hen and an egg that came from a hen that was already nishkat because the quality of that egg is better. But you wouldn't have to give back all the money. And that's what the Chiddush is of Rabbi Ami. That's Mamish and Mechachtais. And we say that since he wanted from a live hen, usually when someone says that, they mean that they want to make sure that they could have actual frech. And since you gave him an egg from a shkuta, and that's impossible to fertilize and it's impossible they'll actually have a chick therefore it's mamish and mechachtais they have to give back all of his money and we will stop over here